Welcome to the Windstream Enterprise Podcast, where we break down what's happening in the rapidly evolving worlds of IT managed services, connectivity, collaboration, and network security, and how your organization can benefit. Welcome to this podcast on the topic of Secure Access Service Edge, or SASE for short. The term SASE, coined by Gartner in 2019. I'm Kevin Corteau, Senior Product Marketing Manager at Windstream Enterprise, and today I'm joined by James Player, the Senior Principal for SASE Product Management at Windstream Enterprise. Welcome, James. Thanks, Kevin. Glad to be here today. Glad to have you here. So we recently published an ebook titled, How to Transition from MPLS to SASE in Six Simple Steps. And today we're going to highlight some of those key points. In fact, all of those six key points from this ebook. You know, and Gartner affirms that this migration to SASE is gaining momentum. In fact, they estimate that 60% of enterprises will employ a SASE strategy by 2025. So, James, let's get started with telling us why the move to SASE is gaining the momentum that it is. Yeah, SASE enables a significant WAN transformation for many of our customers, one that addresses a long-held wish for a simpler, more agile infrastructure. SASE is a single, secure, global network connecting and protecting all offices, resources, and users anywhere and manages a single set of policies. It's a network dream come true. At the same time, networking teams are often concerned about incurring too much risk or disrupting existing MPLS operation while changing their WANs. SASE solutions are engineered to be deployed incrementally, minimizing risk. Customers address immediate pain points today while providing a framework for a complete WAN transformation tomorrow. Thanks, James. So let's start by covering those six steps outlined in this ebook. Step one, establish data center connectivity. You can start by providing connectivity from SASE to your data center. Build an IPsec tunnel from your firewall to SASE on the one end, and on the other end, load the ZTNA client onto any mobile device. A brief configuration in the SASE management console connects the mobile user and your SASE instance. Once authenticated, the mobile client can connect to the data center. From the SASE management console, you'll see traffic analytics and be able to configure policies determining the application's accessibility to users. It's important to note that at this point, no changes have been made to the MPLS network or the rest of the existing infrastructure. Thanks, James. So step two is described as simplify branch offices. Tell us how that works. Well, with the data center connected to SASE, you can gradually migrate your branches without interfering with their MPLS connections by deploying a SASE device at each branch. These SASE devices are flexible in their configuration. On the WAN side, they require internet access. And because it's cloud-based architecture, SASE devices only perform activity needed at the WAN edge, such as last mile management. The heavy lifting, primarily deep packet inspection for security is done in the cloud. Thanks, James. So step number three is described as maximize cost savings and agility by eliminating MPLS. This sounds like a significant cost savings opportunity. Please elaborate. That's right. When you're ready, eliminate MPLS costs entirely by migrating all traffic to SASE. The MPLS connection at the branch is replaced either by a direct internet access link or broadband connections. Running multiple connections in active-active configuration eliminates downtime associated with wire cuts and last-mile failures that often disrupt branch office connected by single MPLS circuits. 
By eliminating MPLS, you'll maximize cost savings. You'll also be able to fully deploy and provision locations without the delays of MPLS services. And since traffic is sent across the SASE cloud, applications are not exposed to the unpredictability of the internet middle mile. Thanks for that, James. So step number four is described as improve operations and threat prevention by migrating security to SASE. Tell us why that's important. Simply put, to further improve operations and make strong threat prevention manageable, you can migrate from branch or data center firewall appliances to SASE. Branch firewall appliances pack a wide range of security capabilities beyond just firewalling such as antivirus, URL filtering, IDS IPS, but the reality is that most branch appliances lack the processing power to apply the full scope of capabilities on all of the necessary traffic. If the firewall deployed in the branch cannot scale to address critical security needs, an alternative strategy must be used. A SASE solution provides a fully converged stack of network security functions, including a next-generation firewall, secure web gateway, next-generation anti-malware, cloud access security broker, data loss prevention, and more. By running in the cloud, SASE can leverage the scalability and elasticity of cloud resources, providing the necessary computing power for line rate performance regardless of processing load. There are no unexpected hardware upgrades and no need for ongoing patching. Security improves with a single, always current, converged security stack for the entire enterprise, allowing teams to identify threats previously unrecognized by multi-point solutions and appliances. Thanks, James. So step number five is described as extend the WAN to cloud data centers. Tell us more about this step. Traditional hub-and-spoke architectures common to many MPLS deployments, and for that matter, many internet-based VPNs, are a poor fit for the cloud, introducing too much delay into cloud sessions. Connecting to the cloud is essential for SD-WAN. Normally, SD-WAN vendors require deploying at least one SD-WAN appliance for each cloud data center service. In addition, cloud security architectures need to be extended as well, all of which makes adding cloud resources to SD-WAN a costly and complicated process. An agentless integration with SASE makes securely accessing any cloud data center service simple. With just a few clicks on a management console, an enterprise's SD-WAN can be secured and connected to Amazon AWS, Microsoft Azure, or any other cloud provider. All that's needed is support for IPsec tunnels. All cloud resources seamlessly become part of the WAN. Fixed and mobile users benefit from SASE's built-in security and optimized access globally for a safer, faster cloud experience. Thanks, James. And lastly, we have step number six, optimize mobile access to WAN and cloud resources. This one sounds like a great benefit to organizations. Tell us more. Yeah, deployment is very easy. Mobile clients are installed in a consumer-like fashion. Users are invited by email to download the SASE client from Google Play or the Apple App Store and register to the organization's SASE service instance. Users are protected by the SASE security services, eliminating the need for mobile security software. Converging mobile access into the WAN has other benefits. With two-factor authentication, organizations can streamline network access, eliminating multiple authentication instances to access specific resources on the network. Mobile users gain fast, simple, and secure access to applications in physical and cloud data centers from anywhere. Instead of VPNing into a remote box just to access the local internet, SASE mobile clients automatically find and connect to the closest SASE POP. 
Thanks, James. So in reality, with these six simple steps, you can easily, quickly, and painlessly migrate from your MPL solution to SASE. So if you'd like to learn more about SASE, please visit the Windstream Enterprise SASE webpage, where we have a number of thought leadership eBooks, including the one highlighted today, the How to Transition from MPLs to SASE in Six Simple Steps. Thanks for listening into this week's discussion. To learn more about Windstream Enterprise or to hear other podcast topics, visit windstreamenterprise.com.